Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for The Dragon Reborn. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my good friend and co-host, Steve. Ready those buckets and make sure that there's no holes in them, because we got fires in carrion. We got fires. We got fires everywhere. Metaphorical? Literal? <laughs> you better believe we're going to find out today. You know, I've been thinking about, I, I can't remember if we mentioned this on a, uh, an earlier podcast, either yesterday or the day before, but everybody's on a boat now. Like, when do you think is going to yeah. happen? When, when do you think the point is going to happen where they're all just going to be passing each other? And just that like moment of like, they all can, they all recognize each other. They're all going to the same place, but for different reasons. Like, do they talk to each other? It's like when you say goodbye to a friend, but then you start walking in the same direction and you're like. Uh, well, great. they're not <laughs> they're not going in the same direction though, right? They're in different ways. They're just all on boats. Yes, they're just all on boats. Uh, Egwene, Nynaeve, and Elaine are all heading to Tyr. They're going to deal with the Hearts of Stone stuff, or Heart of Stone. Um, we've got Perrin, who I believe he's on his way to Tyr, right? That's what that was. What's happening in the last episode with Lady on the with Lady with the Horse Face or Big Nose? Yeah, well, they might be off to some sort of stable now, or some sort of horse <laughs> function. <laughs> I found a lo-fi video earlier today that was a that was just a like a horse standing in a stable, and it was just like different like stock footage shots of a horse standing in a stable with with lo-fi repeating lo-fi. underneath it. Lo-fi horse. Yeah, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> that horse is probably dead now. <laughs> There's a, there's such a beautiful art to lo-fi. Like my the best the best ones have the have the uh the weird anime quotes randomly every like three or four hours. Yeah, yeah, those are in there. I'm I like the classic. I like the anime girl eating the ramen. That's a good one. There's I'm fine also with that one. uh Cowboy Bebop, the main character from that. Uh what's his name? Sly Cooper? No. That's a PlayStation character. You know what I'm talking about. He's eating ramen. But it doesn't matter. I digress. Yes. We've got our three main Aes Sedai characters in training. Uh, on a on a boat. And yes. Like Steve mentioned. Carrion and everything is on fire. And the opening. It's burning. Every, everything in the opening of this chapter is just Egwene staring off into the sunset just kind of like thinking to herself. She's just like relaying information in her head and catching up, catching us up and all the different dreams she has. She's of, monologuing. She's monologuing. To herself in her head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still and, a monologue. And it all has to do with... She could open SNL if she really wanted to. She's going over a bunch of shit in her head. And I've got a list of dreams that she's going over in her head. One is like... One has to do with Rand and his lightsaber. Always. Well, depends on the lightsaber in question. <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> it's a different lightsaber in the dreams. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Um, there is Perrin with various different animals. Just hanging out. Yep. Not just wolves this time. There's some birds. I think there's a rabbit. A falcon and a hawk. And we know yep. the falcon might be... Uh, what's it? What's her name again? Fail. Fight. Fi- Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. Uh, and the hawk. Fail. 
Fairy? I don't know. It's a dumb name. I don't like it. It's better than Will. I and mean, Steve. Yeah. I'll take yeah. Flaily any day. Flaily. <laughs> I don't even know. Either of them. <laughs> See, that's why it's a bad name. How many times do you think that she goes somewhere and has to explain her name to people? In this world? In the real time world? Never. Because the names, there's, the names are crazy. That's a pretty tame name. At least there's only two syllables. That's true. I don't think I've. I don't think Perrin is a normal name. Matt definitely isn't. Nope. They they sound like they sound like like small village names. They are. And what else she got? What what other things she's got here? She's uh she's got uh Perrin running away from somebody possibly. Uh, Lanfear or Balzamon seems like something something is on Perrin's ass, like in a, in a, in like a in like, <laughs> like a, a growth, like a growth, yeah, <laughs> like a like a hemorrhoid. Yeah, she's just having dreams. She's like, yeah, you gotta get that checked out. Balzamon is kind of like a hemorrhoid. Goes away, but he comes back always, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Matt, she has dreams of Matt and his like wacky adventures. Apparently, he's got he's now hanging out with uh, he's now hanging out with possibly a an illuminator, an illuminator. It's hard to say that. An illuminator. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's dice surrounding him, floating around his head, like one of those cartoon (laughs) characters. Like a cartoon character or like telekinetic dice, like Dr. Manhattan making dice fly around his head or something? No, dark. That's, it's what I like. car- That's how I like to think about it. I like to think of it as a cartoon character. Like he got bonked in the head and now just dice is just like floating around. You know, it's like he was gambling and then he pissed somebody off and they bonked him in the head and he's just like, and they're tweeting at him. He's like, wow. Huh. So is he, so what, so what is it actually though? I don't, uh, uh what? I don't know what it actually means. It could be me. It could mean that he's just like he's hanging. He's doing a lot of gambling. You know, he's on a hot streak. He's living. He's living large. <laughs> that is probably what it means. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's so much you, you can interpret. I mean, we're getting bits and pieces of what certain aspects of her dreams mean, even though to Egwene herself, she doesn't know what they necessarily mean. Like to well, and Egwene, what is also what is dream world? Exactly. What makes you think, what makes her think that Teleranrioid, that also sounds like a growth. Like that name's got a, got a growth sound to it. (laughs) Well, it's the, it's Roid. It's the Roid part. It's having Roid in there. It's not helping. No, definitely not. Um, But what makes Egwene think that what she's seeing in the dream is worth looking at? Or like true. You know what I mean? I guess probably just the fact that she knows that at least some of it is. And she's like, I can gamble too. And, you know, I'm going to roll the dice here. Yeah. You know, most of it, she can probably sit there and rationalize for herself and be like, okay, what did I eat today? I didn't eat any cheese. Right. My dreams are probably going to be, I'm not really cooking up anything tonight in my dreams. So whatever I get tonight, that's vision world, baby. Tell her Android. <laughs> does Telerandrioid like does it predict the future? Like is she telling what's gonna happen or is it just giving her the the groundwork of what's I don't going know. on right now? 
I isn't I thought it was a different world. I know it's a different world, but it seems like it's giving it's passing on messages. Notes. Mm, an SOS. An SOS. Like, and the police. But like dumb SOSs. Like it's all cryptic, like the Riddler. Yeah, like the police. Like the police. <laughs> Sting. Yeah. Uh it's yeah, like I I, I don't know. Teleranroid is just one of those things that like it's so out there. Well, we that... just found out about it. We we don't know a lot about it still, and I'm sure it's like a it's like a key part of this series, obviously. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be explored in, in in further. Right now, we know nothing about it. Yeah, and it just seems to be. It just seems to be. I don't know. Something seems shifty about it. Like I feel like some parts of it are like lying, or it has to be kind of like moving. Lying. Like, yeah. Or at oh. least like predicting or telling certain things that haven't happened yet based on the information that it already has. You know how like the future is never set? Think of like Paul Atreides. She's got kind of like a prescience going on. Hmm. And you think that the Teleranroid is a prescience. Sort of like a prescience, but also existing in like a physical world. Yeah, maybe maybe. I think it's more of like Silent Hill. Right? It's like, oh, this looks all normal. And then it goes in and the walls are made of meat. And that guy's got a big triangle on his face. And he's this <laughs> big old dick waving. <laughs> What's going on? What are they doing? What is he doing with those mannequins? I think, I, I, I do think it is like, um, I do think it is another world. And not a, not a vision, not a prescience. But I, I don't know. Well, that even doesn't make sense. Because what would the world be? Fu- I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, it, it's the relationship. That I'm trying to break. I'm trying. I'm trying to see what it is by throwing ideas at you and and trying to pick up your reactions. It's called conversing. It's called speaking to your friend. Right. Right. Yes. I am trying to pick up your reactions. This is what it's like being friends with little people. <laughs> I did a podcast the other night uh, for last gen, and there was a point where I kept on saying every other word in the dictionary other than the word that I needed to say. And even like even Nathan was kind of like, "You mean you mean talking? You're just trying to you're just trying to talk right now? Something like that." I can't remember can't remember exactly what, but yeah, that's me. Oh, it happened again. Yeah, here we go. Things come in pairs of threes, groups of threes. <laughs> So watch out. <laughs> Chapter 37. Um the thing that's always kind of the thing that's throwing me off is like because Teleranrioid is also giving her information about stuff that we already know, like Perrin with a wolf and a falcon, but even though it's not really a real wolf or a real falcon, it's there. We don't know what the hawk is yet. A hawk could be anything. So it's, it's a muppet. It's a surprise, <laughs> surprise! And it's it's Sam the Eagle again. Yeah, it's an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he starts like channeling. Oh boy, it's just feathers everywhere. He just like shoots feathers out of his arm. Shoots eyebrows. Oh, eyebrows! I'm trying to do Sam the Eagle. I got to work on it. Eyebrow. Eye. Oh. <laughs> 
fantastic. <laughs> okay. Now, now we're, we're done with this dream business. I want to talk about how she kind of like lays out the information or how the information of the world is laid out for, by our characters. Cause I'm a little confused of what's happening right now. I know there's, there's a huge war going on, but who are the players? Who are the main, who are the main people? Do you think, maybe it's just me, but do you think that this book is doing a good job of kind of situating where our characters are on the map? Cause I, even when I look at the map, I'm a little confused of like where everybody is. I think, no, not not necessarily. Not, I've been like maybe, it's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Rand has been pretty ambiguous this whole this whole chapter and or this whole book, and he dart he's just darting around just massacring people. It could just be Rand. You say who is the war? It could just be Rand versus the world. Yeah, you're that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, it could be. Yeah, you know what? I think it's Rand just burning down these houses. And it's hard going, to say wow, because we war. we it's hard to say because we only recently just got his sort of heel heel turn Darth Vader moment. If that is even what we got, but mm. it does seem that way since you know he cut the head off a woman. But man, we don't know what she was. We don't know. We don't know we don't if she know was ordeal. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know her deal. She could have been a part of an MLM. You need to get those yeah. out of the, you need those out of your situation immediately. Get them out of here. Get them out. Cut, cut their heads off. Cut their <laughs> fucking heads off. <laughs> don't actually. No, don't. Or if you do and you end up on the news, mention our podcast. Let, let spread the word. <laughs> Tell the people. Any publicity is good publicity. So. Uh, we've got Egwene, Nynaeve on the, and Elaine on the boat, but what happens is when they're on the boat, the, the boat, whoever's whoever is, uh, driving the boat, not doing a very good job because they get stuck. I think they're trying to dodge a ship that broke down. They get stuck on a boat. Yeah. They get, they get stuck on another boat. <laughs> yeah. There's like a sunken ship that they get jammed up on. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that there's a ghost in there. I'm going to say there's pro probably some precious loot in there. Pirate ghost, yeah, but it's it's protected by a pirate ghost. Now we're talking. If this mm -hmm. was an RPG, a tabletop RPG, would you go in? Would you go in the down ship? Figure out what's in there. See what you can take. Of course, you wouldn't. No, I'm. I no, I would. I would. Everyone and then, would. And then unlock a new quest where I'm dealing with pirate ghosts now, and like fuck this whole like chosen one thing. Now I'm on pirate ghost RPG. Hey, just yeah, exactly. Just fuck off, and then you become a ghost pirate. Yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> uh, but because they get stuck on this boat, stuck in the water, Nynaeve is like, fuck this. She is full-blown Nynaeve in this chapter, in the next coming chapters as well. Omega Nynaeve. Yeah, she is what Omega I like to Nynaeve. Refer to it as. Just spicy. Real spicy about the whole thing. And she's like, <laughs> fuck huh? all of you. Uh, we're going to Dreen. Get me that boat. And, uh, we've got Captain Chin Elasaur, who's kind of be like, Elasaur! Don't you guys want to hang out? Like, I can take you to the next town. Come on, I can, I can, I can do- I am Elasaur. First it's name, just... Chin. 
He's got it leaves a, a little. Chin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just all chin. He's just a walking chin. It's Jay Leno. <laughs> more chin. I'm talking even more chin. Oh, I want no chin? face. Like chin that you look at. <laughs> yeah, you look at the chin. And you're like, yeah, I get that looked at. That looks like an. Like that's a chin. I don't want to see the face. <laughs> this is a chin with arms and legs. What's the dad's name from American Dad? Chin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nynaeve, Egwene, and Elaine, they depart the boat. What's this one called? This is not the Grey Goose. I think that's the parent's boat. I think parent's I don't have the name of this one. And then, no, it was uh, Snow Goose. Snow Goose. And then who's on the Grey Goose? Well, Grey Goose is a type of Vaga. Oh, okay. Right. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Greyhound. Something. Who's on the Greyhound? Hmm. Uh, I think they shut it down. No one's on the Greyhound. I think the Greyhound is inspired by the boat. A boat. The gray boat. <laughs> the Do you gray. have the name of the boat? Uh, no. Gray um, boat? I'm going to look it up real quick. I got Chin Elser's uh, Wikipedia entry here. I got to commend whoever just spent the time just diving in into all all the wikipedia entries okay he's the captain of the blue crone that's not bad The blue crone that's a good name that's why i didn't stick in my head like snow goose i mean snow goose is a good name but it also sounds like a like a you know like a type of motocross bike and it's fun yeah it sticks in there it's something it's snow goose is like it feels like almost like it's a smaller vehicle like motocross, motocross yeah. is great, or snowmobile. Sounds like a like a snowmobile, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't ride those things for life, for the life of me. Um, so they depart. They get off. The, they get off the blue chrome. They get onto the beach, and what what, what is waiting there? It's a motherfucking Aiels, baby. And they're just like hell left into tense. Well, there. there's one Aiel. Well, one Aiel, but you know when there's but one there's spoilers, there's more. <laughs> but right now there's one there's one well they don't even like know that they're Aiel yet they're just like i think the last thing that Egwene sees is they pop up and a pair she's of like, eyes a pair of eyes and they're brown and gold or brown and sand colored the fucking yeah. fremen yeah it is it's it's real fremen shit it is some real fremen shit it is real fremen shit and then the chapter ends boom so whew. well hoof is right because <laughs> that is all we have for you today, folks. We did our time commitment. We owe you nothing. I'm kidding. We owe you everything. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please give us a follow on Twitter at Chap by Chap, on Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. And we will be back tomorrow with Chapter 38 Maidens of the Spear!
This podcast is supported by Patreon. A huge thank you to our executive producer, Big Cheese Daddy. If you would like your name read at the end of the show, or if you'd just like to show support, throw a little cheese our way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter.